0: The contents of the lab report are meant for educational purposes only. They are not meant to be misconstrued as medical diagnosis or treatment advice.
1: Today, on the lab report, we're talking about bone broth. Don't throw out your chicken bones. That collagen's not just good for your pups. Huh? Dogs. dogs. Oh, like dogs with like like the bones. bones.
0: Oh. The world of medicine can be challenging. Clinicians and patients are always looking for more options, more effective treatments, and in the end, More answers. Functional and integrative medicine focuses on addressing root causes of disease. Here at Genova Diagnostics, we've watched this field evolve and grow for over 35 years. We've not only adapted, we've led. Join us as we talk about functional medicine, laboratory testing, and optimizing health. Welcome to the Lab Report.
1: School bus windows. Ugh. Why were they always Ugh. so? I don't know why they make it so difficult. To open. Finger smashers. Maybe. Hello.
0: Hey, Michael Chapman. How are you today? I'm
1: doing great. How are you, Patty Devers? Crushing it. Awesome. I hope everyone out there is crushing it. (laughs) This is a podcast called The Lab Report brought to you by Genova Diagnostics, where we talk about things like functional medicine, specialty lab testing, integrative therapeutics, and crushing it.
0: And hey, thanks for stopping by. We're glad to have you, and if you're new, welcome. And not we hope- like
1: new to this planet. No, new like to the new show. to the show. Yeah, yeah.
0: and we're going to encourage you to go to iTunes or Spotify and perhaps subscribe to the show. Maybe leave us some stars, rate, review, share with your friends, all that good stuff.
1: If you have additional feedback, you can always send it to podcastgdx.net. That's the email.
0: Yeah, maybe you know why that the school bus, the school bus windows were so weird. Like only one side would go up. You have to push the two things in at the same time. Oh was- man. Maybe just to keep people occupied so they weren't acting out.
1: Or maybe it's a way of establishing hierarchy and dominance because they don't <laughs> all equally not open. Like some right. of them were smooth like butter. Yeah. And you, it was just you had to guess and then you, people kind of figure out which ones are awesome.
0: But then you stand up and you're working it and you look like an idiot in front of everyone because you can't work the window properly.
1: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? So you were insecure. Yes. Feeling self-conscious uh-huh. about your ability to open and close the window.
0: When, when in actuality, I should have been more concerned that there were no seatbelts on the school bus.
1: So instead of being insecure, you should have been more fearful. <laughs> That's what you're saying. What, what was happening in your school? <laughs> anyway.
0: Chappers, what are we talking about today?
1: Good question, Oliver. What's going on today, Patty?
0: Well, we're going to talk about bone broth mm. because it's kind of all the rage these days. It's got a
1: great PR agent. It certainly
0: does. I mean, I know.
1: You didn't even hear about this <laughs> 15 years ago. You didn't.
0: And I don't know if, I, I suspect some of it's related to the paleo diet or the carnivore nose to tail diet that now we're hearing more about it.
1: Maybe. I mean, collagen has been popular for a while. Oh, yeah. At least in the nutraceutical world. <laughs> yeah. And I guess as a. Peptide, that yeah, kind of important. Li- life has been using it for a while.
0: Well, let's let's talk about what exactly is bone broth.
1: It's basically stock, right? Yeah, I mean, like chicken stock. I don't know why we had to stock. rename stock, but essentially, what you do is you're taking bones and you're uh-huh. you're salt so- you're cooking them for a long period of time to draw out the nutrients, the amino acids, the collagens, uh-huh. things like that. Tend to flavor it with other things so it doesn't just taste like bones but right, uh right. yeah that's that's the basic premise of bone broth
0: so basically instead of like stock so instead of throwing out your chicken bones or your beef bones or fish bones or lamb bones you just boil them out kind of try to liquefy and get all the nutrients out of it that's what you're saying
1: yeah pretty much
0: huh well can't you just buy that in the store
1: oh you sure can it's just super expensive and i mean yeah especially nowadays because like they'll, they'll sell you you know a little quart jars. That's like $10 or something. It's amazing. And at the end of the day, you know, if you've got a rotisserie chicken or something like that, you've got all the ingredients that you need. If you've got some vegetables and your vegetable crisper.
0: (laughs) True. And the other piece of that is when you you buy it in the grocery store, sometimes there's additives and MSG and some things that are not quite as healthy. So it's always better to make it yourself.
1: Homemade is always better. And there's a lot of uses for bone broth. You know, you can use it as the base of different soups and you can just drink it directly.
0: Let me ask you this. How long do you have to boil it? Till it liquefies, or is there like a specific time? Or you put it in your slow cooker for a couple of days? Like, how do you know when it's done?
1: I mean, you don't. Like, you Um. normally, we normally do it for like two to two days, Mm -hmm. usually in Mm -hmm. the slow cooker, in the crock pot.
0: And then Um, you strain it?
1: Yeah, I mean, we strain it. Uh, It's definitely more convenient that way. I think probably historically and ancestrally, They would pull the bones out and then crush them, turn it into a bone meal, Mm -hmm. you know, and then eat the rest since you've got all those vegetables and things in there. But, yeah, we strain it.
0: Yeah. And, you know, if you think about all the important things that are in our bones, all these minerals and all these really important amino acids, to extract some of those things into this broth is important. So let's talk about some of the health benefits of bone broth.
1: Well, bone broth's big claim to fame Mm -hmm. is collagen,
0: Well makes sense. Rich
1: in collagen, right? Because you're pulling that out of the bones and that's what you're essentially supplementing with when you're consuming a bone broth. And collagen is good for so many different things, but uh, right, we think about our own collagen maintenance and turnover. You know, as we're protecting our joints, lubricating our joints, soft tissues; those are all collagen-related structures, and so collagen becomes hugely important there.
0: I also think about skin because I know collagen is important to make elastin, which mm-hmm. helps our skin. That's why a lot of people take collagen to help their their joints and their bones and their skin.
1: Yeah. And not just collagen, right? There's other glucosamine glycans, big mm-hmm. word, but the two most popular ones are things like chondroitin and glucosamine. And if you're familiar with joint support in the nutraceutical world, those are glucosamine glycans that are also going to be found in your bone broth.
0: Okay. So it's clear. Bone broth could be helpful for things in your joints and your bones and your skin because of collagen, chondroitin, and glucosamine. But The other thing I think about when I think about bones are all of the minerals, right? Like calcium and phosphorus and sulfur. Mm. And although bone broth may not be the best source to get these, there are some minerals in there.
1: You're going to pull out minerals from the bones. And I think things like trace minerals as well, Mm -hmm. you know, things like boron or strontium that we may not regularly think of or supplement with. um, But those might also be part of the bone broth. Plus, you're cooking the bones in with other things like carrots, carrots. Celeries, green leafies, other vegetables. So you're also pulling all the minerals out of those foods as well.
0: Do you call them green leafies?
1: Yeah, if you're in the know.
0: Oh, I guess I'm not in the know.
1: If you're hip to the groove.
0: I happen to say green leafy vegetables, but green leafies is cute. I'll start using it.
1: All right, so we talked a little bit about uh, collagen and minerals. Mm -hmm. What other health benefits can we think of with bone broth?
0: Well, you know, a lot of people take it. To help promote a healthy GI tract, a healthy gut. What? I know, right? Well, you think, okay, so we're extracting things from these bones. There's also things like gelatin, which can be healing and soothing to the GI tract. So some people use it to help heal the lining of the GI tract.
1: Well, we're definitely all about supporting the gut.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Start with the gut, right? And so the thing, another thing in bone broth that I think about is glu- glutamine. Oh, right? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're
1: gonna have high concentrations of some of these amino acids like glycine and glutamine. Also, been shown to be very helpful in overall gut
0: health. And you think about glutamine as the primary fuel source for the enterocytes of the small intestine. Right. You know, when I think about bone broth, Uh it harkens back to the interview we did with Dr. Terry Walls. You remember her talking about it? Of course. Yeah. So, For those of you who may or may not remember, Dr. Terry Walls had multiple sclerosis, an autoimmune condition, and she developed the Walls Protocol, which is this diet of specific fruits and vegetables. But she talked about drinking bone broth every day. And in my mind, I'm thinking it's probably because of this. It, it heals the lining of your gut. That intestinal permeability has a lot of correlation with autoimmunity. So I always think back to Dr. Wall's drinking bone broth as part of her protocol.
1: Yeah, certainly the immune benefits, the, the gut health benefits of the bone broth. But, you know, as we alluded to before, the nutritive mm. impact of something like a bone broth. And Terry Wall's also, you know, she does a lot of consumption of organ meats and things like that. Yep. These, these food sources, they're, they're superfoods. And so just the nutrient density of these things are also going to be very impactful as well. Aside from supporting the immune system, too, another thing that bone broth might contribute to is helping detoxification. A couple different reasons there. Uh, A big one being the fact we mentioned before that it's really high in glycine. And if you think back to some of our other episodes, glycine is a huge uh, component of glutathione production. And so the ability to make more glutathione, and it it might help to promote and boost levels of glutathione, thereby supporting detoxification systems. A little bit of a caveat here, though, because... It's going to kind of depend on where you're getting your bones from because knowing how environmental toxins, heavy metals are... (laughs) rampantly distributed in our environment, Uh, you're going to be wanting to get your bones from clean, healthy sources. And
0: if there's something that you may have learned on this show, and I think we've talked about it before, that even when we do a NutriVal on someone, we know that a lot of lead is stored in bone, Mm -hmm. right? And so as women get older, we sometimes see lead levels increase on their NutriVal. The same thing can happen if you're getting your bones or your meat from a a not good source. As you're going to melt down those bones and extract nutrients, you can also... Pull out lead, and there's a risk of higher lead concentrations if you don't have grass-fed organic food or meat.
1: That's crazy, man. It's interesting to think about these livestock animals Mm -hmm. having all this contamination from lead.
0: Well, it makes sense, right? It's in the the water and the soil. Paint. Yeah, they're not eating paint chips. (laughs) Animals aren't eating paint chips. Depending
1: on when the barn was painted. Yes,
0: that's fair.
1: Okay, aside from glycine, what are some of the other amino acids that make up bone broth or might be in bone broth?
0: Well, if you think about it, right, so the gelatin that you're going to extract from the bone broth contains a lot of amino acids. You mentioned glycine, big precursor to make glutathione, so is glutamine, big one, arginine, and the one we often think about is proline. Mm -hmm. And we know proline on our tests we look at as, as a measure of helping to build bone and collagen,
1: yeah, it's important to have adequate levels of proline. And, you know, on the flip side, if somebody's catabolic, perhaps, and they're breaking down collagen, then you might be seeing higher levels of proline as well.
0: Okay, okay. You've convinced me. We need to start making our own bone broth sure. for all of these health benefits. Good but stuff. I knew we were doing this episode, so what I thought I'd do today, Michael, is I brought in my crock pot from home.
1: Oh, geez. That's...
0: And I thought okay. maybe you can help me to learn how to make bone broth. And I smell a segment.
1: I mean, you, you brought your crock pot. I did. Did you bring anything else? Yeah. I brought some bones. Oh, I brought bones and
0: some carrots and a couple of vegetables. I stopped at the grocery store on the way, but I thought maybe you can help me make this.
1: I mean, I can, I I can try at least. I just, um, two things to point out. Mm -hmm. I think first thing is that this is not a visual medium. This is just (laughs) an auditory platform. Um, and the other concern I have also is the high amount of electronics that are in this room, <laughs> the recording equipment, computers, and the fact that we're bringing in food, hmm. maybe boiling things. blah
0: stuff like blah that. blah. All right, let's do it. blah blah. Let's
1: call it uh, kitchen cookoff and
0: Yes. all right. let me um let me get my crock pot out here. Let me move the soundboard. plug that in over there, Michael. Okay.
1: okay. Let's see um, what kind of groceries you got yeah. here. These are organic, right? Of course. Okay. All right. All right. I see a bunch of vegetables here. Uh, where are the bones? Did you, did you bring did the bring bones? I did bring the bones.
0: And I've been saving the bones. You know, I don't have a dog. Are so they... I've been saving all my bones from from various meats that I've eaten.
1: How old are these bones?
0: I don't know. Does okay. it matter? Is there Probably. an expiration date on bones? Yeah,
1: kind of. It's fine. It's just for demonstration only. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You don't have to drink this. But here, I I brought this bag of bones. It's in my purse.
1: So you're walking around town with bones in your purse? Oh, you don't be so dramatic, Michael. That? I just okay. brought right. them this
0: morning. I'm oh. not walking around all day okay, with bye. bones.
1: Yeah. Well, those are obviously chicken bones. At least I hope they're chicken bones. Who knows? All right, well, go ahead and just throw those in the crock pot. Okay. All right, I'll get started cutting up some of these vegetables Wait, here. H-
0: how much water am I putting in this thing? Well,
1: we throw everything in first, and then we add the water.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, Let's yeah. chop right. the vegetables. Oh, but it's
1: a good thing there's a sink in here. I mean, that's, that's right. perfect. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll get started on this onion here. You can take the carrots. Oh, these, okay. are, these are nice knives.
0: Oh, thanks. Yeah, I brought these from home with yeah. the cutting board, so oh. we're all set.
1: Yeah, so the, the thing to keep in mind here, this is a sloppy science, right? It doesn't have to be perfect. We're just throwing mm-hmm. this stuff in to get it cooking. Got it. You know what I mean? I'm just going to cut this apple in half and just That's throw it? the two halves in. Just in, in half? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you could probably do the same thing with that carrot. I mean, you don't have to. Oh, no, I'm
0: cutting it up. I like cutting it into little pieces. Okay, all right. I'll I just
1: am. be careful. Jeez, be careful.
0: I'm good at this. Okay.
1: All right, we'll just throw all that in there. With the uh, bones, all the stuff in? All the bones. we got the okay. onion in there, we got the apple in there. And carrots. That, uh, that parsley, just throw the whole thing okay. in there.
0: Okay, okay. Looks amazing, but now can I put the water in, Michael?
1: Yeah, yeah, let me get some from the sink, although we don't really have a vessel to carry the water in. I'll
0: carry the crock pot over. Well,
1: there's the trash, I'll just fill the trash can up okay. with the water, and then we'll dump it in. That's, that's probably a new liner, right? Yeah.
0: Okay, so for those of you who are writing this recipe down from home, you get the bones out of your purse. You put them in the crock pot. Then you chop up all the vegetables.
1: That should be enough water, right? Yeah.
0: And add them in, and then you get your trash can. You fill it with water, and here we are.
1: Man, this is kind of heavy. I don't don't know how to lift (laughs) it up to the table. All right, let me hold on.
0: Oh, my God, please do not spill that or drop that. The board is right there. I got it.
1: Oh, a little spillage. Watch. Uh, What's wait, can you get that towel? Okay. There.
0: Okay, good. So then we put the lid on, and we're gonna keep this on low for how long, Michael?
1: Oh, we're gonna wait. We're gonna wait a while. How long? It, it takes about twenty-four to forty-eight hours.
0: We have to sit here for twenty-four hours and record.
1: Hey, that outlet over there is smoking. I think I may have spilled some water on. It. What? Hmm. Patty, that's uh, a problem. Do you? Can...
0: I have a fire extinguisher in my purse. Oh, great.
1: Careful of the soundboard. Man, it's kind of smoky in here. Yeah. Oh, Travis. 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 Just pull the battery out. Let me open the window. Oh, come on. I mean, really? It's like mayhem here. Travis, I'm being careful. <laughs> At least get some of the smoke out of
0: here. Taken care of, and now we just wait. This is gonna be delicious, looks
1: good, doesn't it? So, yeah, we're gonna want to bring this up to a simmer, make sure this simmers for a while. And mm-hmm. one really important thing about the bone broth is it has to be as- acidic enough because okay. that's gonna pull the nutrients out of the bone. So, did we
0: what makes it acidic? Vinegar. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't bring vinegar, you didn't tell me to get that at the store. Do we have any downstairs? Um, I think we have balsamic vinaigrette salad dressing, that should work. Yeah, okay, let me go get it.
1: Well, I guess I'll just fill people in while Patty's gone that, um, you know, normally after 24 hours, halfway through the cooking process is when I add all the seasoning. I'm just going to go ahead and do that. Normally add a lot of things like rosemary, basil, thyme, you know, a lot of those good herbs, none of which I see around here anywhere. So um, let me call Patty.
0: Hello?
1: Hey, it's me from upstairs. Um, Uh, I'm on the way back up. Yeah, we don't have any seasoning. Is there anything down there?
0: Oh, I'll have to look. I'll have to go foraging. I'll let you
1: know. Okay, bye. (laughs) Waiting for Patty. Making the bone broth. It's gonna be so good. So another important tidbit here is that you wanna make sure that all the bones are completely submerged so that they actually cook. So I'm actually gonna do that right now. Just gonna kinda smash them down with my hand here. Oh. Uh Wait,
0: what are you doing? Why is your hand in the crock pot? Oh, I
1: was just submerging the bones and making sure they're cooked. Oh. Did you find anything downstairs?
0: I have several things. Those stairs do not get easier. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. All right, so here I have the balsamic vinaigrette salad dressing.
1: Perfect. You want to
0: add that right now? Yeah,
1: let's do that. Mmm, smells good. I I love balsamic. Me too. Yeah. What else did you find downstairs?
0: Well, I'll admit, this was difficult. Yeah. You know, Admittedly, there's not a lot of seasoning in a business office. Sure. But I have a salt shaker. Okay. I have some stevia powder. Okay. Two packets of ketchup. Mm. Steven had a jar of honey on his desk for whatever reason. Okay. You know, that can attract ants. That should not be there. And then I found two ginger chews in Stooby's desk.
1: Huh. Well, I mean, let's just throw it all in. Oh, it's yeah. going to be delicious. see that Well, this is popcorn salt. Is that
0: different from regular salt? Eh, salt is salt.
1: You're right. How about you unwrap that ginger too?
0: Okay. Well, there's only one. I ate the other one on the way up.
1: That's fine. We got extra ketchup. All right, ketchup is in. We just put the lid on now.
0: I am learning so much from you, Michael. You naturopaths really know how to make bone broth. Well, you
1: know, I like to think of cooking as sort of like a science combined with an art.
0: Mm, This is going to be really exciting. I can't wait to see how it turns out. How long do we wait now?
1: Uh, we'll wait 2 days. So, um, how We're about gonna leave it here, yeah? Yeah, I'll just I'll stop the recording and we'll, we'll come back and finish this.
0: I have been waiting 2 days yeah. to taste this amazing bone broth and you know, I'll tell you, coming up the back stairs, there's a really pungent odor coming yeah, from the room.
1: Yeah, you can smell it on this whole floor actually. Yeah. I was
0: expecting to see like crime scene tape across the door.
1: Yeah, part of that might be due to the fact that we cooked it for 2 days and then we forgot uh-huh. about it for 3 days.
0: Well, either way, my bones are excited. They're looking for some bone broth. My GI tract. Why don't we take off the lid and see what we got? Sounds good. Um, is it supposed to be that color?
1: N- not really. We probably shouldn't have used the balsamic vinaigrette. Um,
0: maybe just vinegar next time? Or maybe
1: it could be that the ketchup denatured and, hmm. and reacted or burnt to the... I don't know.
0: I don't know. Well, aren't we supposed to strain the bones out? If you were going
1: to eat it, yeah.
0: We're uh, not going to eat this?
1: i I'm not going to. I'll open the window.
0: Okay, so we've spent this whole episode talking about bone broth.
1: Yeah. We know how beneficial it is. Broth.
0: Yeah, we tried. And we know that a lot of people use bone broth or take bone broth for their health. Uh-huh. And I think one thing to consider is we need to talk about how this might affect some of our tests here at Genova because it's so common for people to be on bone broth or taking it.
1: Yeah, and for them to not necessarily think of it potentially impacting results of tests. Mm-hmm. Um you know, not in a negative way. And if it's something that they're regularly consuming, it's kind of p- part of their mainstay of their diet, then um, we wouldn't have them discontinue it per se, but it might be important information to know. Uh, and that's why that diet diary always comes in handy. So, you know, I think about some of the, th- the aspects to bone broth that we talked about, the minerals. Mm-hmm. We talked about the, uh, the proline and the amino acids that are involved um, and the, uh, obviously the collagen. And one thing to know, too, is that collagen can break down into hydroxyproline. And then hydroxyproline can actually contribute to some of the oxalate markers, particularly glycolic acid and oxalic acid. So that might be one uh, explanation if you were to see maybe higher levels of those oxalate markers on the test.
0: Well, what about stool testing? Because I know some people talk about it as being healing for the lining of the gut, like Uh Terry Wells talked about. So you might look at the fecal secretory IgA markers just to see if they're better or improved after taking bone broth. And the other place people talk about it is as a prebiotic type food.
1: Yeah, and so you might be looking at things even like the commensal bacteria, maybe looking at acromantia as that's involved in sort of the mucus layer and, you know, mucin turnover, and so that that could be one factor that's affected by some of the elements in bone broth. So just a couple things to keep in mind.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, are there any other parting thoughts on bone broth, Michael?
1: Uh, Yeah, sure. You know, it's just so versatile Mm -hmm. because, you know, you can use it as a stock For other soups, you can have it. You can just drink it directly, and it's very nutritive. Um, One of the things that we do is we actually will put the bone broth in a muffin tray and kind of freeze cubes of it.
0: I've seen people do that, yeah. And
1: then then we actually use those. We pull out a cube or two if we're making a soup, you know, and that sort of thing. And that's one of the things we do at home.
0: Well, if the bone broth you're making at home is anything like the fiasco that happened here in the podcast room, I'm a little bit worried for you. (laughs)
1: Actually, um, my wife makes it. That was actually the the first time I've ever tried to make it. (laughs) Next time on The Lab Report, food additives and preservatives.
0: Sodium benzoate, MSG.
1: Nitrites and sulfites. And all those other things.
0: You've been listening to The Lab Report. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast. Rate us and leave us a review. To learn more about Genova Diagnostics, visit our website at gdx.net. There you'll find information on specific testing, educational resources, and how to connect with our show. Call us at 1-800-522-4762 or email us at podcast at gdx.net. Well, it's clear you have some cooking skills. Do you do a lot of cooking at home? Yeah, I do
1: some cooking. We kind of split the cooking duties. Why? Hmm. Do you cook?
0: I can cook. I mean, I took chemistry class. I can follow a recipe. I just don't enjoy it. But there is one thing I'm really good at making. What's that? Reservations.